Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I also was like, what are you doing, Kelly? Like, what is happening? Like, you didn't even think that you would make a connection, and now you've made a connection, and now you're getting engaged, and you're going to continue this journey with this man, and you're going to have a ring on your finger. It was like so many emotions and thoughts going on in my head all together. It was wild. Hey, everybody, and welcome to RealPod. I'm Victoria Garrick, former D1 athlete and mental health and body image advocate, and I'll be your host. We've got awesome guests, weekly inspiration, and are bringing you the realest conversations about everything and anything. Now let's get real. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Pod. I hope you guys are all doing well. Hopefully this podcast can bring you some entertaining and juicy convo today. If you watch the hit Netflix reality TV show, Love is Blind, then you will know our guest today, Kelly Chase. If you're not familiar with the show, I honestly suggest you pause this right now and go binge watch the entire series. You are going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to cringe. You're going to cry and then cringe again. It was absolutely crazy. The concept is a bunch of singles meet through a wall and then you have to get engaged to marry someone that you have never seen. There's a big reveal and then they film your engagement all the way up until your wedding day and then you either say I do or I don't to marry the person you got engaged to before you ever saw them. The whole concept is wild. It's called Love is Blind. I watched the entire thing in literally I don't know, three days because it was so addicting. I am thrilled that we have Kelly joining us today from the show, Kelly Chase. She, spoiler if you haven't watched it, gets engaged to Kenny and ends up saying a painful I don't at the altar after Kelly had said or after Kenny had said I do. So Kelly is here to just talk and tell all about her experience on the show, what the filming was like, what her emotional process was like in the pods and at the altar. And this was just a really cool episode getting to hear from one of today's hit reality TV stars, Kelly Chase. Forgive me if there are any little sound quality issues. As most of you know, we're in quarantine, so Kelly and I did this over the computer. But for the most part, her audio is crispy clear. With that said, let's get into the interview and hear from Kelly Chase. I'm... So glad to have you. I can't even believe that I'm speaking to you because I was obsessed when the show came out. And I like to credit that I was watching it before people thought it was like God's gift to reality TV earth. And I was in the airport 
right, just like watching the show, bumping into people because I like had to know how it was all going to end. I'm curious how you even heard about the show in the first place. It was the first season. It had never even started. Are you seeking out romantic opportunities like a show? Does someone contact you via Instagram? I mean, how does that even happen? Yeah, so really funny story, actually. Um, They did reach out to me, but the reason how they even had my information was because years prior to um, the same production company, they actually, yeah, it's the same production company as the Married at First Sight show. That was like a TLC or Bravo or something. Um, But anyway, so I had an interview for Married at First Sight, but how I even got on that was because of that ex-boyfriend who I talk about in the show that I was so infatuated with. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was like a year, maybe like a year and a half after we had broken up. Um, like we were amicable, like friends, you know, and I get a text from him one morning and he was like, Hey, I gave your information to a casting director for this like dating show. I can't do it because of my job. Just thought it would be good for you. And I was like, like for a second, I was like, I don't know if this is like, I don't know how to take this. Should I be like insulted? Like I can't find my own boyfriend or like, right. your, your ex hits you up and is like, here's a good dating show for you. You're <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of funny. So like while I was like, got done like filming and everything, I, I actually, I think he had like sent me a text, like, you know, about the show or whatever. And I, I was like, yeah, thanks to you. <laughs> Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I know it's this weird. Like I never thought I'd be thanking my ex for something. Yeah, yeah. that's that, how it got started. Like I interviewed for the Married at First Sight, and then um, it so transpired from that. When you go to interview, are they like, you know, how much are you wanting to get married? Could you see yourself accepting a proposal? Are they like vetting you guys to make sure you're down for this experiment? Yeah, I mean, they they definitely, like, pitched the concept and everything, and I was just like, this is an interesting thing. Honestly, the first thing that came to my head was, um, you know, the guys that I've dated since that ex-boyfriend, um, I guess, you know, just not husband worthy more or less and my friends always were like Kelly stop going after these like model looking dudes like they're not gonna give you what you want for in a relationship that was their views whatever and so I was like you know what it's almost like I wanted to like prove them that I can make a connection without seeing someone and like not based on physical appearance um but also during that time too like when I was presented with the show concept I was in the middle of going through like my own like personal development journey and I was like you know why not like why take an opportunity like this and whether I meet someone on the show which I probably won't I mean that was like my mindset I was like I probably won't I'm so picky like there's no way I would make a (laughs) connection with anybody but um with that said I was like you know what though like even if I don't make a connection like who's to say like that person doesn't have a friend that would be more compatible with me you know so it's like always like put yourself in an opportunity for another opportunity in a sense I totally understand why you would want to do that and why it would seem like what's the worst that could happen like I break my heart gets broken but I've survived that before so the best that could happen is like I'm my husband yeah (laughs) amazing and then your first day there I mean this whole pods even the term like in the pods it's just such a unique interesting thing that they developed with the show 
And I'm wondering how that exactly worked. I was so curious. Are you getting like every the first day? Are you meeting? Cutting off five? Do you get a say in all of that? I mean, what was that like? Uh, maybe that first day in the pods. Yeah. So no, we never had a say with who we were going on dates with. Um, it was basically like a speed dating thing. So the first day it was like, I believe we had like seven minutes um, with everybody. So there was, because there was a start out, there was like 15 females and 15 males. So wow. it was just back to back dates. Um, yeah. We only had seven minutes, but we didn't know who. And then like, as the days progressed and I guess you could say like, people got eliminated, whatever you will, like the connections weren't being made. Um, Wait, so I have a question about that. If after three days, someone was like, I'm not feeling it, do producers just let them leave? No, it was, um, it was kind of like a, a production call. Like if they could see like who was having more or less connections and those who were not really truly making more connections, they were Ooh, so you have like this like godfather hand who's like, oh, I, I think these people are good together. That's like the dream job to sit behind a place and have right. like 30 real humans and, <laughs> and match make them. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it was super cool. So yeah, like as the connections grew, the date, the time in the dates got longer. Um, so like, I think maybe our longest date was like an hour and a half, but we may, we, typically had like a day date and then a night date as well but we never knew who we were going to like who was going to be on the date oh wow that's a bummer because if you're like yearning to talk to someone you yeah. know you can't even get all excited about it and yeah yeah that, like, that, like, I hope it's him I hope it's him <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so that's why in the show you guys walk into the pause and you're like hello because yeah. you're like which yeah. one is it yeah we didn't know and it was funny because I have a um I kind of have a tendency to do like a nervous laughter and so when I would walk into the room most of the time I would giggle and they like I'm not kidding like almost every guy knew me because of my laugh like they were like hey Kelly and I was like <laughs> you know that <laughs> that's really funny wow it's wild how you guys were able to all get so close. I mean, in such a short amount of time, but as I look back, I'm, my assumption would be because you, there's no other thing to do. Like we're in this room. I can't see you. We have nothing to do, but talk. Let's just put it all on the table. Was that the most vulnerable you've been with a relationship? Did the environment like create that easiness for you all? Yes. Um, well, you know, it's funny because that's probably the most vulnerable I have been in such a short amount of time. Let's put it that way. Like, I feel like I'm a very vulnerable person already as it is, but that may not, the types of like things we were talking about, that may not happen within 48 hours of knowing someone. Right. Um, but everything that like, it really was real in like nothing was encouraged for us to talk about. Um, so, I mean, if we wanted to talk, like whatever we wanted to talk about, I, I personally just, I was like, I know that we only have like X amount of time or X amount of days for all of this to like make a connection. Like I don't want to have like super surface level conversations because I can do that in my own life. Like I'm here to like actually make true connection with someone or not, you know? So I kind of tried to find the questions that would, evoke a story like when I asked Kenny about his like favorite childhood book 
I mean, I kind of like, I didn't know he was going to say the, my favorite childhood book. Like I was like, Oh my God, that's so crazy. Um, but that was one of our really big connecting pieces. And, you know, I had different connections like that with other people too. I mean, just vulnerable times. Yes. The connections with other people was interesting to me because I think a lot of people at the reunion or even um, during that vacation, you guys all took to that resort, people were saying, oh, that's you. Because I also, we were, we flirted for a few, a few days too. And it's interesting. So were there other connections that like you made or other cast members made that were just as significant as like, for example, Barnett, they played out this Barnett with Amber, with Jessica, with another girl. But I'm thinking there has to be a lot of other people who are also, you know, getting really close to connections with each other. Was there like a point where I know for a while that you guys have a mutual, like not breakup, but cool. You're going to pursue Lauren. I'm going to pursue Ken. How did that dialogue work when you're dating everyone? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, I had, um, I guess the other two like strong connections that I had, one was with this guy named Wesley, who did wind up getting engaged to a girl named Le- Lexi, but they were the one of the engaged couples that did not continue on. Uh, what, does that, what does that mean? After they saw each other, it didn't work? Um, no, I get, I don't know. If, I don't know what I can say on that, but so I don't so know. Some yeah. couples didn't go to the resort. Right, exactly. I think it may have been like a, a, like maybe a budgeting like thing. Like they could only really move forward. Got like it. So couple. they're like, congrats on your engagement. Go to the real world and wishing you the best of luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, but yeah, but the other person that I had a really good connection with was actually Damien's like G Gianni and us Damien. Um, uh-huh. so we, yeah, um, Damien and I had a really good connection and I would never say that I was like in this love triangle because I felt like my, my connection with Kenny was so strong, but like Damien and I had a very strong connection as well. And it was interesting because Damien and I had a conversation like, you know, I am like emotionally connected to you. I'm involved. But then like on the flip side, he was like, he goes, Kelly, it's like, I have this certain connection with you, but then I have this other kind of connection with Giannina. And like, it was more of like a chemistry versus like, and me, for me, it was like a best friend. Right. We just get along great. It feels natural, but we're both pulled in a different way to these other people. Yes, exactly. So we just kind of like mutually agreed, like, okay, that's cool because I feel like I'm having that type of reaction with Kenny as you're having with Giannina. So it's better that we just go our separate ways. (laughs) Right. And and that's great that that was, that was seamless for you both because it is such a, unique situation that no one's ever been in before you've never been in before I mean watching the show I feel like I was like crying and then smiling and then cringing and then laughing and then especially (laughs) during the reveals I mean at that moment are you thinking first of all accepting an engagement that gets real and I know you're like oh I'm just going on the show why not let's see what happens but when you got to that point with Kenny were you thinking like what were you thinking 
Um, I, so many emotions, <laughs> so many emotions because like before the reveal, obviously we got engaged behind a wall, um, essentially. And I was a mess. I just couldn't, I could not not cry. Like I was so emotional. Um, a lot of it, I mean, he was so sweet and obviously this wasn't, you know, shown, but him saying, you know, like, obviously if this was in real, like outside of this experiment, I would be asking your parents for your hand in marriage and all that, and like actually do the traditional thing. And I, I just can't, you know, obviously, but you know, I, I, I hope that on the flip side, when I am able to meet your parents that I can do that and right. you know, do it the traditional way. Um, so it was extremely emotional. I was definitely, like I said, just crying the whole time just because I was like, what the hell? Like I'm, I'm getting engaged and what am I doing? <laughs> like, right. in a good way, but, like, I also was like, what are you doing, Kelly? Like, what is happening? Like, you didn't even think that you would make a connection, and now you've made a connection, and now you're getting engaged, and you're going to you know, continue this journey with this man, and you're going to have a ring on your finger. It was, like, so many emotions and thoughts going on in my head, like, all together. It was wild. There is an element of everyone wants it to work out you you know you want to get engaged you want to have fair to you want to just go with it so I think being on the show anyone would feel not the pressure but almost just uh not be able to take a step back and really think about like you said all the emotions you're feeling because you're like okay like I got on the horse and I'm just going to keep riding and hopefully we're going to go into sunset yeah. Yeah. yeah wow and so when you get the reveal day was that one day where everyone got to meet their person? Was that the night after you get proposed to? I would imagine the minute you say yes, you're like, okay, show me him. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted it to be that way, but no, it was like you got engaged. And then, yeah, it was the next day that we did all the reveals. And um, I mean, it was really funny for my, like me and Kenny, our reveal, they like set us up to like, you know, open the doors and open those sliding doors. And I was I was a nervous wreck. I mean, my, I could remember, like, I felt like my knees were just like shaking. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever been that nervous before. And it was both sides of me being like, what if he doesn't like me? Or what if I don't like what I see? And right. the cameras read that expression on my face and like the whole world knows, Oh God, Nope, that wasn't good. <laughs> right. You know? Um, but it was just, it was the, I don't even know how I'm like stumbling over my words. Cause I don't know how to even explain like how it's like, it was so invigorating, but also scary. Like you wanted to puke <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. God. But oh it was my funny. I mean, it was just, it was wild. Yeah. And so like when those doors opened, I was just like, Oh, like, okay. Like this, this is it. This is happening. Oh my gosh. Like, and we got to each other. And I mean, to be honest, like my, my initial reaction was like, he's tall, he's blonde. And what, for whatever reason I did kind of like envision a blonde guy. I don't know. I just like alluded like a Southern gentleman to like being blonde. I don't know why I just did. <laughs> um, but I saw him and I was like, yeah, like he's good looking. <laughs> And we got together, like, it was just, it was more of like an awkward meet because. It's so it's, awkward. Yeah. Like, it's you too. And then it's just cameras. And I'm like, and you're meeting this person for the first time. And it's just, and 
Like you're just, How long did you have there with them? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Wow. And it was awkward how you guys had to be revealed like 50 feet away from each other. So it was like this awkward walk. Yes. It's like, can we be closer so we can just go like not have this weird strut down the carpet? I don't even know. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how you felt because I know America was like, felt some type of way watching people do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was super awkward. And I think that's why we both kind of like scampered to each other because like, I didn't, like, I'm not gonna, like, slowly, like, catwalk it, like, it was just, yeah, it was, like, kind of awkward, and just, like, nerve-wracking, um, but he did, like, the, he did get down on one knee, and, like, actually, like, gave me a ring, and, um, he gave me a t-shirt, um, which I don't think that they shown, showed that, but it's funny, it's funny, because someone asked me, like, in my, like, Instagram, they were, like, what was he holding when y'all proposed, or when, um, y'all did the reveal, and I was, like, oh, it's the t-shirt that I'm wearing in the, like, sex talk scene like so he gave me a shirt and I wore it like every day like that's so cute because it's a great way to like be like we can stay connected you can smell me sort of because you guys are separated so much right um and then when you go on this trip did you guys get a fly together on the same airplane like and spend a lot of time together during that yeah yeah like we showed up at the airport and I mean, it was, that was also kind of interesting because it's like, we met for 20 minutes and then we're like flying somewhere together. Like flying is such a, like, you don't do it until you're at least like two or three years into a relationship flying together. It's just weird. So, so you guys filmed this and then was it like, okay, bye break. And then we'll meet at the airport in a week and go on this resort trip. So you had like some awkward, like human time in between. No. So we were, um, like we did the reveal and then there was a few days in between, but we were like, we were quarantined. Like we couldn't go anywhere. Like we were all like in like our separate like hotel rooms and stuff. And we couldn't go anywhere until we were flying to Mexico. But you could see Kenny during that time or no? No. uh -uh. Oh my gosh. Wow. Did you guys get, did you get exchange phone numbers and like text? No, because we didn't have our phones. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, wow to the airport and you know hey hey meet me at delta (laughs) hubby (laughs) that is wild and then you get there and you're not no one's even aware you think you're gonna have this alone time and then you're there and all the people are there um and you're starting to see you see Damien you see all these people that you had connections with you watch their relationships what were you thinking about sort of everything once you saw like all the couples together and you saw the dynamics. Cause I think during those episodes, you and Kenny were for sure like the strongest, no problems. Even like from the viewer, it was like, okay, Kelly and Kenny have their shit together. Everyone else has something, something going on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. When, when we all saw each other in Mexico, that, that really was like the first time we saw everybody. And um, my immediate like thought was like, Okay, Cameron, I thought was like extremely attractive, um, and he is. He's a very strikingly good-looking man. Um, but I had made such an emotional and intellectual connection with Kenny. Like I remember myself like looking at Cameron and being like, "Yeah, he's like really good-looking," but like also looking at Kenny and being like, "He's so cute. Like he's just adorable." And like, yeah, like this is like perfect. Like I'm so happy with my decision. Well, that is such an awkward environment because I was even thinking like Barnett's got to be looking around like I made a choice and like you're comparing their looks. I mean, like 
like you want love to be blind, but then they're they're like, here, go to a party with like the person you could have chose. <laughs> no, no, it's so true. <laughs> that is so wild. Watching these episodes back, I mean, was this you like? I could imagine two things. The first being you look back like, wow, this was real. This was legit. It's so emotional. It's hard to watch. And the second being like, I want to block out this whole chapter from my life. And like, I can't believe it's filmed it on Netflix forever. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because like, I've obviously seen people like, oh, binge watching that. Like, I love is blind again. And yeah, I watched it once and I was like, should I like go back and watch it to like analyze like it again and I was like no let's just go to Tiger King or something (laughs) yeah oh gosh um but it's funny because no like watching it back I was very emotional um there was a lot of emotions and feelings and thoughts that were just like kind of brought back up for me so it was not like it was hard for me to watch but I was kind of glad that a lot of times I watched it by myself in a sense so that I could like yeah. And our, and our, but our mind plays so many tricks on us, like, especially with relationships. I know I have friends who, you know, when so much time has passed, they think about, so like your feelings were legit right in the moment. You're like, you know what? I don't want to get married. This isn't really what I want. I, I know this is what I need to do in my heart. And then time can go on and then we can convince ourselves, well, what was I think? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and we do that in our everyday lives. And now it's like you have this opportunity to watch a show where they've purposely cut it and scripted it to make, to literally paint you a picture of like, well, what did I do the right thing? Like what happened? So that must, of course it's emotional. I would want to watch it alone too, because I'd probably be crying and confused. Um, Did you keep a journal during the process? I did. Yes. Um, especially like during the pods more, more during the pod life I did. Um, and then as we like went to Mexico and then we all, we all had to like live together. Um, too. So it was like touch and go during that part. I wish that I had been like everyday consistent, but I did journal a lot because it's just something that I personally do with my personal development. Um, so it was, it was helpful. Um, I haven't gone back and read, um, too much of that though <laughs> yeah that'll be something you bring out for story time in about 40 years <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly but yeah I mean um like I don't know if you saw like one of the articles but I think like what it was for like Kenny and I like yes obviously I said I don't but what we kind of had like a we had communicated like what was going to happen in a sense like okay like we're either gonna say I do or if we say I don't like we're still gonna date after the show um and you know just to like see where it could go and so I think and that's like why so many emotions like were sparked again for me was because after the show obviously we said I don't we had that kind of like agreement to date and then he told me like that he was not emotionally available. He kind of had to like distance himself from everything from the show, the whole process. And he was like, you know, unfortunately you are a part of the process. And I just need to like, I think we just need to take some time and take some space to like, you know, get our lives back together, go back to work, like, you know, just figure out life again. And um, at that point, when he said all this to me, it was more or less like a rejection. Like I felt like, what do you, what? Like, we had, like, a plan. Like, this is, 
This is interesting to hear from you because as a viewer, all we see is literally we get to the wedding episode and I, it's not even a question in my mind that you and Kenny will get married because that's how it's been portrayed. And then in that episode, all of a sudden we're seeing different dialogue from you, different side of you talking about the relationship that we've never seen. And so you're saying like you had a conversation with Kenny that if we both, if someone said I don't, we would still date. And so it's like that to me makes me, oh, okay. So she said no at the altar, not trying to break his heart and ruin his life and blah, blah, blah. They had an agreement. She thought she was cool to say that. <laughs> and we never knew that. Yeah. Cause one of the things I was going to ask you is, you know, because it was sort of portrayed, like you ended it and we're like, this was really great, but, but goodbye. Um, you know, I can't from the show tell that like you wanted to continue dating. Um, so one of the questions I was going to ask you is, was, was there the opportunity for you or any couple to say before the wedding, you know, I don't want to go down the aisle with you. I don't want to go out there in front of our families because I'm not ready. Let's just date. Or was the vibe of the show and the producer sort of, if you don't want to do it, that's fine, but you got to do it in this setting because this is how we're going to film the show. Yeah, the latter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I figured. Um, that's so, wow. It's great and brutal. Reality, that's why we watched it. That's why it's literally, I was just looking, I was watching an episode today to gear up for this, and um, it said trending number 10 in the world. Yeah, it's wild. It's definitely wild. <laughs> wow. yeah. And on top of that, millions and millions of people watch this all happen and then flock to social media. And at first, as people are watching the show, it's like, we love Kelly, we love Kenny. And then all of a sudden, as the relationship takes a turn, it sort of seems like social took a turn for you. And I'm curious how you're, you're, you handle that. And I, I genuinely want, you know, your advice and to hear from you because I'm out there in social and I fear the day I say one thing wrong or I do one thing wrong and then I'm being canceled or I'm being attacked. Um, and so you, you go from just having your life to instant fame in a positive way and then you have that negativity come and then now you're 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 figuring out how to swim um in the stream so yeah. I'd love to hear about that process if you want to share yeah no absolutely thanks for asking me um one I am very I mean I'm a health and empowerment coach like outside of my full-time job and because of the personal development that I have done I know that I'm very aware like more aware now like to go back to like what I was saying about Kenny's story, like Kenny is and was a very self-aware person. So him, me feeling like he rejected me, it wasn't that at all. It was just like Kenny knew what Kenny needed to do and what would probably be best for the both of us at that time. So like, we're totally cool. He apologized for making me feel that way. You know, I just wanted to like clear the air on that. So no one thinks that he like broke my heart really, but. Right. So it's interesting because you guys are cool, but then the world's like, oh, you hurt Kenny and Kenny's mad at you. And you're like, do you talk to Kenny? You right. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I mean like seeing the tables turn and I mean one, like, yes, I'm human. I'm not like Mother Teresa. Of course, things still trigger me. And instead of, obviously, I'm not going to sit there and retaliate with someone who has no clue what happened or that even knows us. You know, it's like everyone that knows us is obviously not saying that stuff. So it's like I either would completely like just disregard it. I have deleted comments because I'm like, I don't want that negative energy just sitting in my like either inbox or on my comments feed. Um, otherwise, I have, I mean, someone 
the other day said something like, wow, like Kenny, like totally upgraded. Have you seen how beautiful his like new girlfriend is or something? And I wrote back and I was, I was like, yeah, she is really, really pretty. <laughs> I'm like, You're, she's really pretty. Like, I know happy for him like I love that that person probably was like mm, I had no idea what to say back to you <laughs> yeah, like and I went back to it just because I mean like again that was like I was triggered emotionally by that because I'm like they just told me I was ugly basically like that's not cool that's not nice so I just like it's like I kill them with kindness in a sense like that's if I do respond I'm just like you know I only choose kindness on my feed. Like, I just, like, don't appreciate the negativity. I'm just, kid you, just not. Like. <laughs> and I really love the way, I love the way you've been handling it. And, like, I've been following all of you. So, I watched, literally, I think the day it came out, before they had released the trips and before they had released the wedding. So, um, I could not binge the whole thing through. So, I went and I found you guys, I think, on social before, like, Lauren was at literally 30,000 followers, I think, when I first followed her. And I'm now she's, like, plus a million. But I followed all you guys. And so it was interesting to see how, like, obviously Jessica received backlash and various people received negativity, Amber. And then they had just the way they carried themselves on social media. I just was amazed because it's not an easy thing. And you especially like didn't shy back from that. Like you kept posting on positivity. You kept posting about health and wellness. You kept um, just being yourself. And I really admire that because I think it could be scary and tempting to just say, okay, I'm turning off my Instagram for a week or I'm disabling comments. Um, So I really admire your bravery there. I have no idea how anyone could could handle all of that uh, and I think like the biggest thing for me right now I mean even like I made a post last night about like I ordered like food delivery and the guy showed up with like masking gloves on and it just took me like it took me by surprise and like a part of me like we literally were like just kind of like like holding everything by like our fingertips because I was like I don't know what to do like should I have even like ordered delivery but then I'm like yeah I'm like supporting a local restaurant you know doing this and I posted kind of like the story and then like I had negative comments like about that. I'm like, Oh my God, like it's interesting. And I'm not getting coached. Like, it's not like I have like a publicist to tell me like, Hey, like stay away from whatever. It's like, I'm still me and I'm controlling all of my social media. And with that said, it's like, wow, I like, I, it's like the world blew up on me before my mind was ready for it. (laughs) And so it's like, like people are like, you know they're like calling me famous or like a celebrity and all this stuff and I'm like I'm just Kelly like I don't know (laughs) it's crazy though like if I like post something I'm like Kelly maybe you should just like keep things extremely surface level so that nobody has like a way to even like throw shade at you but it's like they'll just pick some they'll pick someone will pick something out like they'll just like attack my photo then or something you know so it's like right it's just interesting. And you put yourself out there in the most vulnerable way. You had a relationship and fell in love with someone in, in a place where people could judge you. And that's not something literally any of us, I mean, The Bachelor does that. Then then that's, then you know, but majority of people don't do that. And it's just crazy how people are so quick to judge, like, how others are handling relationships from one, an edit of a show that's, right. like, Lauren's engaged in the first 45 minutes I've ever seen the show. And that's not how it happened in real life. <laughs> and then... Also, if any of us think back on our own relationships, we can think of our own fights with our significant other, our own 
bad decisions, the ways we've hurt people. And if that was broadcast to the world, anyone could be a villain or anyone could be, you know, the hero. So Mm -hmm. you had to handle that. um, And it's not, it's not easy at all. Yeah. Overall, this whole experience, what do you think has been like the biggest thing you've learned in a self journey? Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, vulnerability is the key to communication and really having a strong relationship. That's probably the biggest thing. Um, secondly, even when you think you're communicating, communicate more, (laughs) ask more questions, ask more questions. Like, yeah, if there's any type of like, you know, space in your thoughts that you're unsure of something, like ask the question, like just at whatever it is. And a lot of times, I mean, just going into like my personal development journey, I read the book, The Four Agreements, and it says- like, I love that book. And it's so great. And it's like, don't make assumptions. And it's like, that's what people do. And that's what creates conflict and challenge in relationships is because you create a story to just fill the space in your brain because you actually don't have the truth from that other person. So it's like, don't fill that void with just- well, maybe he's thinking this, or maybe he's thinking that, and then you're just wrapped up in that story. So actually ask them, just ask the question. I love that wording of to fill the space. I know about making assumptions and creating this in our head, but you just really painted a great picture of, it's like you have the start of a a story and the end of the story, and then our anxiety or our fears create what the middle is and the reasoning, and really we don't know it. And to be in a relationship with someone who you're going to be with forever, you just can't have awkwardness. Like you just can't be like... Do they, do they want me to sit here? Do do they want me to like, and so you do have to ask these things. And I could imagine how all of the couples that first night at the hotel are, are still like second guessing everything. And you're like, why am I second guessing things? This is supposed to be my future husband, but this whole process has been so untraditional. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, Kenny and I actually like, obviously we had like a sex conversation filmed, but Kenny and I had a sex conversation not filmed behind the scenes and on like when we were in Mexico, like we, that was the first time we had obviously like really seen each other and like hung out with one another. And we, I was like, I don't want to do that. And it's not because I'm not attracted to you. It's because I have been on this self-love journey for so for a while now. And like, coincidentally enough, you're just the first, you're the next first guy who came into my life and I'm just trying to do things different. Like, I don't want to just hop in the sheets with you. Because when you start adding that stuff in, it can compl- complicate things. And I want you to get to know me on a real level and not for everything else. Or, or right. not for that reason. And I really respected that in you. Because I'm a big believer in, obviously, that's like the epitome of what you do with your significant other. I mean, that is literally what separates you and your person from you and a friend. Is like, you, you get intimate together. Um, and so, it's almost like once you finally do that amazing thing. Okay. We've done it all. And so I appreciate and respect like wanting to build up to that and really earn that together. Um, and I was surprised that, uh, that was the only relationship. I guess we had heard that was sort of the dialogue. All the guys are talking about like what they did with their women. And I was thinking like, none of you guys should even be having this group conversation. This is just like disrespectful to your future wives. Yeah. Yeah. Like he made a joke and which was funny. He was like, yeah, I mean, I couldn't go for my run this morning or something like that. And it's like a part of me, I was like, what? (laughs) He did do that. He did make that joke. So I I wonder if he was trying to be like, 
I'm going to make him, I'm not lying, but I'm not going to tell them. Right, exactly. But I mean, yeah. And it's funny because like, he wasn't lying. Like, yeah, we stayed in bed that morning and like probably like made out and like ordered room service. Like, yeah, we were just enjoying each other's company. I think, yeah, he wanted to like fit in with the guys. I don't know, but it was funny. I was like, cause I didn't know that until like, we didn't see anything until the world saw it too. Like we never saw the show. Yeah. We never saw the show before anyone else did. If, oh, that's wild. I cannot believe how long it took for the show to come out. Did you guys know that was a thing? Or were you thinking like, is this dang thing ever going to come out? And I'm keeping all these secrets. Like, what if it never comes out? And I did all that for not to be able to watch. it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they did kind of give us like a timeline in a sense, but we were like, there's no, like, why would it take that long? You know, so after like, nine months had rolled around, we were like, is any like, is this really happening? And we kind of like, it's almost like you kind of forget that it happened in a sense, because you're like, is it ever going to air? We didn't know. So really like, a part of me would be like texting the producer I was closest with, like, when the heck is this coming out? Like I need my five minutes on Netflix right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That's wild. So then did they tell you like, Hey, it's coming out on this day? Like, did they email you the month before or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. They're like, all right, guys, ready to rock and roll. We were like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. So the first, did you watch it that first day it came out or did you wait? No, I actually did watch it the first day. Um, I think I had a lot of like anxiety, like excited anxiety. And I wound up, like I was up until like two o'clock in the morning or maybe, no, you know what? I actually fell asleep for a little bit and then I woke up at like 1.30 and I just couldn't go back to sleep. So I was like, might as well just stay up for a couple more hours and wait until it rolls out. <laughs> just watch it before. I, I, would, I would too, because also it's you and you're wondering how they're portraying you, what they got that you didn't know they got. And oh my gosh, I cannot even imagine that night at two in the morning watching it for the first time. Did did you think overall, were you amazed? Like, wow, they made this like really professional and cool. And when we were there, like we saw the set, we saw the camera, so we didn't know it would look like this. Like, what were your first impressions? Um, No, I think everything, everything was portrayed. I mean, for me speaking personally about myself, like I think Kenny and I are like our relationship, like everything was portrayed as it was developed you know as it was like we I felt like we were a very strong couple like the whole way through and still you know like not right. to say we're a strong couple but I mean like we still hey, have like, you could have had a worse edit <laughs> right yeah some people did some people had a worse edit for sure yeah it's like oh like they're turning the tables on me because I'm like saying I'm not physically attracted to him and I'm like I was I was physically attracted to him <laughs> Lauren and Cameron I've listened to them on a few podcasts and they've said like they thought the the racial interracial couple thing was played up way too much and so I mean there's you have a million jillion interviews where you sit there and you stare at the camera you answer these questions and then they pull what they want so I mean they for all we know they could have given anyone like five different edits to make them seem like different people oh yeah absolutely and it's funny because I'm like oh great I just like boosted my ex-boyfriend's like ego like so much like because they like spun it like everyone's like oh you're still in love with your ex-boyfriend I was like y'all it was like eight years ago like I am right (laughs) right and then when you when you think about it it's like the for people to conclude oh Kelly still likes her ex and she needs brown hair it's just like obviously that's not the reason like this is a 
if anything, like, and I, I really do hope the couples that are together work out, but if anything, like the more normal thing is I can't do this. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it was, it was literally like time was the reason why we, like, I wasn't going through with the marriage. I was like, I just like, and I kept saying that in like all of our like side off interviews, it was like, I just need more time. Like I want the traditional like bridal shower and I want to go on a bachelorette party where I want to go on a bachelorette party. I want him to like hang out with my friends and me hang out with his friends. And like, this is just rushed for me. <laughs> I can imagine that anxiety of like, this is what I want, but this isn't how I wanted it to happen. And so you're torn. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Cause I'm like, he's a great, I mean, I remember having like conversation, like inner dialogue, like he checks off every box. Like he really does. Like he's great. His family's awesome. Like, why wouldn't we get married? Like, why wouldn't we get married? But I'm like, but, no. but honey, you don't want a box checker. You right. want someone that literally lights a fire in you. I've had that debate too, where I'm like, oh, this guy checks all the boxes, but I'm like, ah, but it just, there's a little thing missing and that's okay. And yeah. and then other people look in and say, oh yeah, they check the boxes, but it's like, you're not me. And like, you don't know how I feel. And like, I'm sure watching any, any one of the relationships, people can say, oh, if it were me, I would have done this and that, but you don't know if it would have done that. Right. No, it, it's so true. And I mean, I think that was like a part of it too. I remember just, I kept saying like, my head and my heart aren't connecting. Like, yeah. I oh, like, and that's just it. It's like, I know he's a good guy. I know that he's like, I said, like checking off the boxes, like everything is like lining up, but like my heart is not like, like dying for him. Like I, right. and right. I guess, why I did say you know like he's given out those like best friend vibes or whatever like he he was but I also know and I said this in like episode one or two I was like I'm looking for my best friend and it's funny because then it was like it was like used against me later on and I'm like dang it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that is funny yeah wow that's wild see it's it's what <laughs> I mean, the whole show, I mean, if anything, I was, I thought Lauren was going to back out way before I thought you were going to like step away because of her dialogue was like, I don't know. I like my alone time. And <laughs> so it was, yeah, the whole thing was wild, but they renewed it for two more seasons. Are you going to be watching? Are you going to be mentoring? Like, are you excited to watch that? I, yeah, I am. It, it's funny because my like my show this show love is blind was the first reality tv show that i have literally watched from beginning to end like not to say that i've never watched the bachelor or bachelorette i have watched other reality shows but like just episodes here and there or i'll watch like a stream of like four in a row but not literally the entire beginning to end so it was like fascinating that i actually completed this um well but you were in it obviously i don't think internet trolls were like slamming me for but um no I'm just kidding um but no like yes I think if they want like a mentor or something I don't know if they will because then that would just kind of like give things away but if they did like I would totally I would totally be down to like coach people to well, I mean that's kind of what I do with my well, like that's, I, you're already a professional at that so you yeah. can just do it for the show I heard um I think I heard someone else from the cast on a podcast say that they wish there was um, some sort of psychologist or emotional regulation specialist who you could sort of talk through everything you're going through with yeah. because you didn't have that outlet, um, you know, 
And then not to mention the only people you can confide in are these other women who you also just met. You can't really trust them. You don't, it's diff- It's not like having your best girlfriend there or your sister who is so cute in the show. Thank you. Yeah, she is. She's extremely level-headed. <laughs> she definitely is. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, it definitely was interesting. I mean, not to have that because like I said, I, I, I think that is why a journal was helpful because I was able to like get any type of like conflicting thoughts onto paper and like again going back at the space like create more space in my head for positive and like new more intellectual thoughts to come in um but yeah it was it was kind of hard not really having a lifeline <laughs> yeah literally there's no phone a friend <laughs> yeah there's no phone a friend <laughs> wow well I I had such a great time chatting with you. I thank you so much. I'm still cannot believe I wish I could go back in time and tell myself a month ago at like 3am watching this show. I was up all night waiting for the wedding episode to come out. That's the thing about this show. It was, it was not like married at first sight. It was not like 90 day fiance, whatever those shows are. Those to me just seem like not serious, but the way that they presented this and promoted this was this is legit. We're not trying to have drama and catty fights and we're not going to make them drink until 3am like we're really trying to see if love can work and I think that really hooked America is like okay these people want love and I think we've lost that in The Bachelor like there's no more love it's literally more fame I mean the majority of it to me feels like for insta clout fame so it was really refreshing to see a bunch of people who were also like in their 30s like who really did want to have love and and find that person and that's why I think it was so great and also the amazing people like you who are on the show that we loved watching and following along so thank you for taking the time I guess the very last thing I'll ask you is what is the biggest uh like lesson what's the biggest lesson that you've learned from this entire journey including the aftermath Oh, good question. <laughs> um, Take a yeah, I mean, I mean, going back, I guess, to like the vulnerability and communication, I mean, just taking the time to like, even now, like having the communication with myself to be like, Kelly, remember, these people don't know you don't get triggered by it, or asking myself, like, why am I getting triggered by it? Is it true what they're saying? Like, is there something like really honing in on that? And it's again, it goes back to your like self awareness and just being vulnerable with yourself and you know I, I'm just huge on like personal development like self-care and like affirmation work and that kind of thing so I mean that's like my biggest lesson though is just like truly communicating and understanding like like you you know who you are and just continue to remain positive choose kindness um in all situations and you know you're gonna come out on top if you're choosing positivity over negativity like it just always is gonna be that way I love that. And I love all your posts and your captions and all the work you're doing. That's the other cool thing is like you are doing work to help people and change lives and, and put good energy out there. And that's also super cool. And I'm glad someone like you had their platform exposed because you have a real message that you're trying to share, not just, you know, find your man. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Wow, that was so entertaining. I loved hearing all from Kelly. It is so cool to talk to someone you've seen on TV and get to hear all the inside scoop and everything that they went through from their perspective. If you guys enjoyed Kelly, make sure you check out her Instagram. It is the username Chase Life with Kelly. She's so inspiring. Like she said, she spreads she spreads a ton of positivity and you keep up with her journey. 
Thanks again for listening to this episode of Real Pod. You can subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, if you feel so inclined, you can leave a review. That would be awesome and mean a lot. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I will see you guys next week.